Hunt Podcast for all news, information, and updates. This is Bulbacast Season 2. Hello there, everybody. Welcome to Bulbacast Episode number 23 of Season 2. I am Tiskill, of course, and I'm very glad to be back. I'm very glad that you could join us tonight. Uh, tonight's cast will be filled with randomness, call-ins, and other good stuff. So, on tonight's cast, we have uh, Satsukun. Yeehaw! We have our kick, the Bubble Garden Webmaster. Hey everyone, how's it going? We have Misty, also from the Bubble Garden chat. Yo. And we finally have PPN Steve, owner of Pokemon Palace Network. Hey, how's it going everyone? We have a very good show for you tonight. We're going to have a little bit of discussion on the DP dub in America the first week here. In a little bit, let's get to that first call and though, right now. First call tonight will be Pokemon Trainer Lisa. Let's get her in right now. Okay, hi Pokemon Trainer Lisa. Welcome to Vocast, episode number 23 of season 2. Yatta! Hey, All right. Lisa. All righty. What's your question tonight, Lisa? Okay, I've noticed there have been several Japanese openings where Ash has been very sad and crying about something. Why do you think the writers made him cry? Is there something about Ash's past that we do not know? Sure. No, he's an emo kid. Well, <laughs> I think... <laughs> oh, my skin. <laughs> well, Ash if, if I did this happen to me... It now that we got... Now without, it's now that we, kind now, of obvious to me. Um, I don't know. It does? Well, to consider... Well, to consider... Especially the Pokemon that, symphonic, symphonic medley opening. Because he's well, sitting there and he's crying. Consider and, this. Satoshi has not won any tournaments with the exception of the the uh, Whirlpool one and the mm-hmm. Jota one. He's never won... Not the Jota he one, did. the orange one, excuse me. Mm-hmm. When Whirlpool either, that was Misty. No, Misty lost. Yeah, that she, was... That Misty won shit. the World Cup. She, she, did. Beat, she was... beat Ash with Psyduck. Well, yeah, no, again, but... I, have of, I have not watched the majority of the majority of Jordan, so thanks for correcting me there. But he did beat Misty, so yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, yeah. He, did, he did win the orange one, though, but he has not won any major tournament. And I think that's one reason why he looks depressed in mm. these openings. Although, he does also lose battles. Remember, he doesn't win all the time either. One indication. Really, though, the only times you've ever really seen Ash depressed, or at least I have, are times when he's about to lose a Pokemon, such as, you know, mm-hmm. remember the Pikachu episode? He thought Pikachu was going to leave, and oh, man, that was a tearjerker. Yeah, oh, we've uh, seen it when he's lost legs before. Yeah. I mean, but, it goes the obvious one there. Yeah, but he usually yeah. bounces he, back really fast. Yeah. yeah. He, he, do you see? Does he so, cry usually? Why? For the most part, he doesn't seem to um, to uh, feel bad about his losses anymore. Exactly. I don't he, understand well, why he would. He knows that they make him a better trainer. Is it his thing though? Yeah. He, to consider that he's matured, and he's also probably not showing his emotions as much as he used to. Could've I think another thing could be like. Stress, like, because Team Rocket are always trying to steal Pikachu, and they always, Ash and his friends always wind up getting in these situations, maybe all these situations, and maybe Ash feels that it's partly his fault because Team Rocket are following him to try and get Pikachu. I don't think that's very mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Because, because <laughs> to consider, he's, he's fought them about almost 
450 times. Probably mm-hmm. only one of the 470, 500 times even. Look, if you, had, uh, Ma- if you had Max and May following you around, <laughs> and if you had too. Brock always womanizing all around you, you'd be stressed too, especially <laughs> if you had May following you. I'm mad at the writers because they're not giving him any good wins, and his roles yeah. are not like they were in Kanto, where he was front and center focus. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so maybe he's going slowly, boycott, uh, you know, maybe some little you know hidden message from the the animators and, and the writers that it's an inside joke kind of thing. It's weird School, though. Maybe. Like, I know that in a, in a lot of animes, you hear like you you get a bunch of background information on the characters, like from their past and stuff, but. For Ash, we don't really know much about his past, but I guess that's uh, not relevant to the show, though. You actually well, don't get a lot of background information on your main characters unless it's going to be used as a plot mm-hmm. point. Like, uh, so, James. unless they're planning to use it as a plot point, they're not going to bring it up. There's no mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Exactly. Just like, you know, whatever happened to Ash's dad, he yeah. had to have had a dad. He hasn't Ash, been, you know... That's the, the, the most, most, most popular topic <laughs> with Ash. Why do some of the sub-characters, Team Rocket, for example, get backstories? And that, the main character... wondering. All we get well, when there's any flashback, it's, it's to his day, first day. Hmm. Nothing more, nothing, nothing beyond that. Here's the thing, though. Maybe because... Stretch the uh, series. And I know what Arcade nah. said, that, that, that a lot of main characters don't get a lot of backstory. Now, back before the Johto arc... They actually promised us that in the Johto arc we would learn more about Ash's father. Now, mm-hmm. okay, that they didn't did. event. Yeah, that it did actually come out of Japan, so that was serious. That was going to happen. Now, didn't actually happen. Fair enough. But the point was that they said it was going to happen, which means that they have actually given thought to the backstory. Now, obviously, oh. they don't intend to do it yet for whatever reason, but they do obviously have it there. Yeah, and that was mentioned by the Dovers in the third movie audio commentary. Yeah, it, we've had it mentioned several times. <laughs> also, um, also, what was the other thing? Oh, yes. Uh, the minor characters, their backstories are disposable. You can pull it out for a filler because it doesn't really matter. Yeah. They're not the main focus mm-hmm. of the show. Right. No. And, and as we've already seen several times, they've pulled those backstories out and reused them again for gag purposes. Yes. So, uh, it's so not... True. Yeah. So, they're being used. Mm. They served a purpose, but you can't do that with a major character. Mm. No. I guess. All right. So let's move on. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> I'm going to shake the Etch-A-Sketch. It's time to move on. <laughs> One thing I wanted to mention quickly before we go on. Now, I don't know exactly how many of our listeners are general anime fans, but for those of you who are, there's a video on YouTube right now that someone's animated the whole thing, basically of Pikachu doing the Suzumiya Haruhi dance and completely timed that thing to the original and lip-sync. Yes, that was great. Wow. Oh the God. one it is. Uh, we do have a link to it on the Bulba Garden forums. It's in the Land of the Rising Sun forum, or you can just search for it on YouTube. I think it, the video is called Pika Pika Yukai. Uh, PTL, anything else you want to ask? Um, yeah, I do have one more question. 
and I'm not sure if it's been asked before, but I'll ask it anyway. Do you think there will be a site made sometime where Japanese players will be able to exchange friend codes with uh, people in America and other countries? So many groups are working towards that sort of thing, but there's yeah. nothing that's been agreed on as of yet. Bulba Garden has a Japanese affiliate. That we basically host the Japanese version of Bulbapedia on our server as well, so likely we're going to have something there. But uh, the Japanese, as far as I know, don't really have huge online organization of battling at this point in time. I mean, there's some informal stuff, but I'm pretty sure they don't have a huge thing. But that's probably because they actually Thank have you. real tournaments over yeah. there in real life. Oh, so yeah. They don't need it. And uh, more people actually play over there, so, you know, anyone can probably find someone to play over wireless anyway. Yeah. I just wanted to say that <laughs> I've had the chance to battle against two Japanese players, and it was really fun. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I noticed you mentioned that, but how did you know they were actually Japanese players and not people with just Japanese cards? Mm. I went to a Japanese uh, message board for Diamond and Pearl, and I used a translator to translate their posts, and they did the same for me. Oh, okay. Pokemon mm. Diamond and Pearl Plaza. And, yeah, th- well, okay, this is obviously the main site for uh, the players in Japan, apparently, hmm. uh, to organize their online battles. I mean, you did well in finding this. I didn't exactly want to tell people all this info. <laughs> it gets complicated, but I mean, when I say there's not a lot of organization, I mean it's more just that there's only one or two sites doing it. It's not hmm. like us, where we've got pretty much everyone trying to do something. Most of the Japanese yeah. Pokemon sites aren't. Um, but, yeah, it's www.pokemon-dp.com. So you're free to go there, but good luck trying to understand what the hell's going on because mechanical <laughs> translators aren't going to be good enough for most of this. Mm. Agreed. Thank you, Pokemon Trailers, for calling tonight. And I really appreciate and everybody appreciates your time. and Everybody appreciates your questions because they're very intuitive and they mm-hmm. uh, start a good conversation, yeah. as you can see here. Um... <laughs> But anyway, thank you for calling. Thank you <laughs> for having me. <laughs> yep, and and uh, have a good, have yourself a good night. You too. <laughs> yeah, good See night. you guys next time. <laughs> yep. Yeah. See ya. Another great call, like Pokemon Trainer Lisa. Very. To all our new listeners coming in from iTunes, because uh, I know there's actually quite a few of you now who've come via there rather than actually learning about us from our sites or forums, uh, I very much suggest that you check out uh, the Pokemon fan sites run by the guys in here. That's bulbagun.net, uh, pokemonpalace.net, I believe yeah, it is now. It's, it's Conor yeah. Org, it doesn't matter. You know no, he's got all three of them. And uh, pocketmonsters.net. Please check them out. You'll be very glad you did. Yes, and we'll be very we glad want you to check us out. And now we're going to move right along to the question of the week. And here, Satoshi Kun, to give you the question of the week goodness. All right. And now it's time for the Swampert Driftblum chat talks of the wo- No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That, that, that's all wrong. That is completely all wrong. It is time for the questions of the week. 
Yes, that's what I meant to say, the questions of the week. What? Don't look at me like that. I'm not intentionally swamper driftling chat-totting up the cast. No. It's just... Yeah, okay. But, um, yes, question of the week time. And it was a two-parter. Wow. What a surprise. <laughs> and, um, we had for the first question... What are your favorite gym leaders in the Pokemon game series? You know, you've, I'm sure you've beaten a hell of a bunch of those gym leaders, and I'm sure you got a few of them that really, really, really struck your fancy, you know? You're like, whoa, this dude's great! Man, this guy's hard! Or, man, this dude's too easy. Something like that. But, yeah, that was the first question. And for the second question, you know... Superheroes in the Pokemon anime franchise. You know we've seen them. You know we'd like to see some more. I asked you guys to give me some more. So, we'll get on with that right now. And now we're going to move right along to the first question, which was from SDC. Do you guys know what that means? If not, we'll just say it. Swampert Triplem Chatot, yes. He had the first answer to the question of the week, which he starts out with saying, Yay, first answer! Yay! But his game question, and or the answer to the game question from him, is he really has no problem with the gym leaders. He breezes right along through them, but hey, he still likes pretending that he has a challenge with them. <coughs> game Shark. Um, he finds it more hard to get to some of the towns, then face the gym leaders. Lavender, uh, Lava Ridge Town, anybody? Well, first you gotta beat Team Magma. Go up the cable car, hop the ledges, blah, blah, blah. And after that, you beat Flannery easily. Alright, and now for the anime question. He has Captain Krenados. Theme song. Captain Kranidos. Dios mio! It's a Batman theme song! He'll show those baddies what they're worth. He's got a skull as thick as a rock. If the Primple Up attacks, his face he will suck! Oi, Bay. Na 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 Captain! Okay. Alright, let's move right along to Bluntosaur. Bluntosaur has the, for the game answer. Hey, if we're talking the game, he'd have to say his favorite gym leaders would be Lisa and Tate, or Liza and Tate, and Re Ruby S uh, Sapphire Emerald. They're twins, and they're the only gym leaders who do double battles. Woohoo! And now, for the Pokemon Superheroes anime question, he has four words for us. Mighty Morphin Pokemon Rangers. Onyx being the Black Ranger, Clefairy being the Pink Ranger, Blastoise being the Blue Ranger, Pikachu being the Yellow Ranger, Charizard being Red Ranger, and later on, Venusaur being the Green Ranger. <laughs> and now let's move right along, right along, right along to Ashita. The only time Ashita's had trouble was with Brock and Giovanni in Pokemon Yellow, mainly due to Pikachu, but they traded their War Turtle over from Blue and beat Brock with that, even though, eh, it was a fluke and it wasn't listening due to the level, as then for the anime question, Ashita really can't think of anything. Aww. So let's move right along with Haruka plus Hikaru rule. They rule? Cool. What do they rule? 
They rule the superhero kingdom of sheep. Meow, 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 bah. Oh! Okay, game question. They never really had a problem with gym leaders as in the previous versions. Just in uh, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, the twins Liza and Tate were a little difficult, but it was also more challenging this way. But the moment Haruka plus Hikaru rule is playing Diamond and they're at the beginning before the second gym leader. First one's not too difficult, but they love their arena design. And they hope there will be a gym with two leaders also in future generations. But gym leaders are no normally no big problem, but eh, the Elite Four is a big problem. Yes. Now for the anime question, the Psychastic Four, a parody of Fantastic Four. The members would be Mewtwo, Mew, Deoxys, and Alakazam. Hey! <laughs> Another superhero they can think of is Lucario Man, parody of Batman. Woohoo! <laughs> And now, let's move right along to Combat God Ryolu for the game question. The only one that gave me any trouble for the gym leaders was Juan. His Kingdra would rest at the worst time, right when he whittled his hit points down to nothing. Well, you know, that's kind of, uh, makes it a little bit harder and makes it more of a challenge, but yeah, it's a pain that, <clears throat> yeah. Not to mention his Swampert wasn't as powerful back then to take this guy out. Now, for the anime question, the only thing that is on Combat God Ryulu's mind is the Green Lantern. A radioactive green-colored lantern capable of firing radiating blasts from the light on its head to pummel its foes. Hey! And that's all you're getting out of, uh, Combat God Ryulu. Aww. Okay, well, now we go to Martian. For the game question, Martian would have to agree with everyone. The twins Liza and Tate did give them some difficulty. Lunatone and Slowrock gave him a good run for his money. Or her. I'm sip, uh, whichever you are. And the Leap 4 isn't a piece of cake, but they guess that's to be expected. Anime question? Spinerack Man, parody of Spider-Man. Duh! Now we'll move right along with Tori, who, just found out, is a female. Tori, if I've called you a guy, or said a he, I'm really sorry. I cannot promise that I will correct that in the future because I'm very bad with these sort of things. Very, 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 very bad with people I can't put a face to. So, sorry. Um, I'll try my best. Game question. Blue and Fire Red had pretty easy gems due to them choosing a decent team. In gold, one word, Scyther. Where's it, Bugsy? In the fourth gen, she found most of the gym leaders challenging, which was a nice change from Sapphire, where their Swampert owned everyone until the final four. I mean, the elite four, yeah. Okay. And now let's move on to Yama Teradine. Now, Yama Teradine says that the only trouble they've ever had with the gym leaders was with Lieutenant Surge in the original Red Blue. And only because they didn't pay attention and used a Geodude or a Diglett. Hmm, <laughs> Now for the anime question, as a fan of Power Rangers and Super Sentai, they're going to have to say, Rescue Sentai Poke Ranger. Hey hey! Sounds good! With a Pokemon Rescue Team style theme. Sort of like a cross between Gow Ranger slash Wild Force, or Gogo slash Lightspeed. Res or Lightspeed Rescue. It consists of Poke Blue, Totodile, Poke Green, Bulbasaur, Poke Pink, Chansey, Poke Yellow, Pikachu, Poke Red, Charmander, and maybe two extra members being Poke White, Absol, and Poke Black, Might Yena. And, eh, that was a bit long, they say, but sorry about that. And you asked about their gender. 
Yami Teradine is male. I'll try to remember that too. <laughs> Thank you though. Now we're going to move right along with Nightshade, who says gym leaders are no challenge for someone with their power and strength. They've always found them easy in DP, or they found them easy, and in DP, they've just gotten easier. Now for the anime question, Pika Woman. They don't know why they think of Pikachu Wonder Woman. I don't know either. Now we're going to move right along with Dai1313, whose favorite gym was Tate and Liza 2. They love double battles. And now we're going to get a ride along with someone named Thunder Dash. Thunder Dash. Thunder Dash. Thunder Dash. Thunder Dash. Okay, game question is their favorite gym leader, Liza and Tate. Hey! Anime question. Fire Force 4, a parody of Fantastic Four. The members are Charizard, Typhlosion, Blaziken, and Infernape. Hey! <laughs> and now we have Pikachu 2211. Pikachu, Pikachu, two two one one, with the last answer to the question of the week. Pikachu, two two one one, two two one one. Pikachu, two two one one, might just replace Swampert, Drifblum, Chatot in the fun name to say. Hey. Now for the game question. Pikachu, two two one one, says that none of the gym leaders have really given them that much trouble, but they would have to say Volcanor was the hardest in DP. He kept paralyzing uh, Pikachu, two two one one's Pokemon, but hey, they finally won. His Pokemon's levels were pretty high, and they knew some really good attacks. As most people, they think Liza and Tate were the hardest in Emerald. Double battles aren't their specialty, so that made the battle harder, and their Pokemon were also at pretty high levels. As they said before, none of the gym leaders have given them that much trouble, and they've beaten all of them sooner or later. Alrighty! And now it is time to get right along to the questions for next week. And I'm a little disappointed. I was hoping that you guys would have another question for each category for this week. I really like that. But I went to my chat and I got myself some questions. I got first RG, who gave me an anime question. And she says, What one thing could the writers of the Pokemon anime do to improve the series? You know, I already think they're really improving it already. What do you think they could do to improve it further? Thank you, Argy, for such a wonderful question, and I would love to see some good answers to that. And now we have the great butler, who said, who asks, which Pokemon are never raised, but deserve a second look? That could be a good question, because there's some darn good pokes out there that no one ever thinks of, because they don't look cool enough, or something like that, you know? So, give me some good pokes. And I will be waiting to read your answers on the air next week. And now, this is Satoshi-kun signing off. Bye-bye! Thank you, Satoshi-kun, for that intriguing, intriguing question of the week and very intelligent. Yep. yep. We gotta love them questions. Man, these, yeah, these guys are always making me happy. I like yeah. them. Alright. And now that we've been intrigued, let's uh, see how you get intrigued by listening to this brief commercial message. So don't go anywhere. We have more BC coming up. <laughs> Buy our toys. <laughs> this message has been sponsored by the Pie Baker Association of America. We have no jurisdiction of what flavor pie is. Welcome back to Wellcast episode number 23 of season 2, and now we're going to get right along to our next call Next call tonight will be Bluntosaurus. Let's get on right now. Yatta! Hi, yeah, it's good to be here, folks. Great to have you on the show tonight. What's your question? Okay, let me start with something simple. 
Sure. What do you guys think okay. of this whole shiny craze that's been going around lately? Uh, They're a dime a dozen now, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. People have figured out the trick. James, any thought? It's the uh, yeah. clone glitch, I think. No, 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 no. It's not a clone glitch that what, they're doing. It's what shiny. No. Ah. What, what happens is if you use the Pokey Radar and you get a really high chain, like 40 or 50, your chance of getting a shiny goes up, like, a lot. Yeah, people use that to get all kinds of different shinies, and it does work. I mean, people have... Uh, the person who posted the thread about it has all kinds of shinies now, so... Yeah, it took yeah. me a week, she but I finally she got gets a shiny done. every other day. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It, it's time-consuming, but it does work. It does actually seem to become more likely that you will get a shiny the more you go after one specific Pokemon. It screws up the random number generator. So is that cheating, you think? No. It's no, exploiting no. game mechanics. Well, I mean... Well, the work you have to do to go through it, to to do it. Maybe it was intentional. How do you know it was... Oh, yeah, how can you exploit something they actually put in the game? I mean, they put it there for a reason. It's more like grinding something in, uh, well, any normal role-playing game. You kill the same kind of mob over and over to try and get some rare spawn item. Yeah. And here it's the same kind of thing. You're fighting the same kind of Pokemon over and over and over to try and get the rare spawn shiny. Yeah. Any of you guys caught any shinies yet? I haven't bothered to do it. It's too time-consuming for me. I'm spending my time... You know, Liam, I have to say... I have to say this, though, Liam. Um, People, you know, spending your time catching the same Pokemon over and over to try to get a shiny is about the same as breeding over and over to try to get a perfect Pokemon. And that's not yeah. consider, That's not cheating. I was about to say that's not considered, but that's not cheating, period, at all. So neither... It's a trainer's you know, choice. The ways... Yeah. Yeah, Pretty you know, much. the way to catch a shiny is, is not a, you know, a cheat. It's just, well, it makes it a, makes them a dime a dozen now, but hey, everyone wants a shiny. And it's, it's not like shinies are actually better in battle. Yeah, it's just mm. an interesting thing that people do it because it's, it's an interesting side quest. Because it's there. Yeah. Build it and they will come. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they build a lot of things into DP. Yeah. Mm. Oh, just on a side note, mm-hmm. it took me a week, but I finally managed to get me a shiny. It's a Silcoon that I evolved into a Beautifly that I named nice. Prince Edward. <laughs> if anyone gets a shiny Routes or shinies of most of the bug types or somehow gets a shiny Charmander... I want that. I, I very much want <laughs> them, and I don't have anything whatsoever to trade for them, but... Me I'll do something for you on the forums or something. I don't know. Unfortunately, yes. it won't help you with Charmander. I, I, I want a blue Psyduck. I want my Char back. What I else you got, Char Blunt? Char, 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 Charmander. Okay, this is a bit of an unusual question. <laughs> what do you think all those berries in the Pokemon games would taste like in real life? Kind of like their description in the game. Wonderful. Some would be really good. Some would be Yes, oh, extremely. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, some, and some of them, and some of them, yes, like, I do. We like eating about ten thousand jalapeno peppers. That's all. Habanero. Yeah, that episode where his <laughs> lips turned mm. red. Mm. <laughs> then, 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 most of the berry. <laughs> frankly, I'd expect them to just taste like what most berries already taste like. 
Yeah, taste good. Blueberries, yeah, me too. Raspberries, yeah. other things. Yeah, pretty well, much. Some would taste good and some wouldn't. Yeah. It's a matter of taste as well, you know, personal taste. Yeah, yeah a lot mm-hmm. of the berries are based on berry. I mean, you've got raspberries or blueberry, huh. blackberry or strawberry. Blackberries. Asparagus. Razzleberries. That's not a berry. Asparagus. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> Crunch berries. <laughs> crunch berries. Mm. Crunch berries. You're eating too much zero. <laughs> hey. No maybe, berries. Maybe, maybe the cap. Maybe maybe. Oh, maybe, maybe the captain has put the a little bit too berries. much berries into the berries, right? The crunch berries, right? Don't know what he's putting inside those crunch berries. How about berries? Berries. <laughs> berries. Berries. Mm. Yeah, you know the guy Berry. What about Bernie's butts? <laughs> and there's also Sherry's berries, all flavored beans. And and totally off Ooh. topic, but all this talk about berries for some reason reminds me of this advertising slogan a company had over here that they were selling peanuts and so forth, and their advertising slogan was "Let's nibble Nobby's nuts." Oh, let's <laughs> so we didn't. <laughs> nice. Nobby's, of course, being the brand name, but anyway. of course. Uh, one last question. Sure. How do you think the um, Dark Ride promo is going to play out when it comes to the U.S.? Hmm. Good question. Uh, actually, uh, which promo? Because I don't think I've actually seen all of them yet. The Dark Ride one. Which one? You know, the one where you download Dark Ride at the theater? One. Oh, that. Um, ooh. Not going to be done at theaters. Let's say that. Well... They didn't used to do them in theaters in Japan either, but I guess now with the DS they can. I don't think they'll do it in theaters in the U.S. just because there's a lot more theaters in Japan. There doesn't tend to be all that many. Um, so there won't be the, any Pokemon movies coming to the theater. Well, that too. Uh, well, actually, no, that's debatable. It's possible you might get them this time for DP onwards, but we don't know. Um, but we have something coming to one of our local toy stores. I'm not mm-hmm. sure exactly what it is, but Toys R Us has some sort of Pokemon thing coming to their stores. I don't know if it's a short-term thing or a long-term thing. It's a short-term Anyone thing, and it doesn't us? have the downloads. I, I know that much. Oh, and, as far as I, and as far as I know, it's not actually at every Pokemon. It's not, not actually at every Toys R Us. The only one I know it's at uh-huh. is at the Toys R Us in Times Square. Yeah, and they're basically going to take over like half of the second four or something. Yeah, for a month but, they're going to mm. do that. But uh, yeah, I, th- um, I think I think the, I think most of the I think the the main reason they want to do that is for, obviously to get more revenue because you know you have the flood of tourists down there. Mm. I expect what's going to happen really is just that. Um, well, they'll do some sort of nationwide poker tour sometime in the next year or two. And that's That'd where you'll be, cool. be able to get them. Mm. Ah. I mean, Interesting. they've got a pocket tour scheduled for like next month here in Australia. So I expect that you won't nice. get it for a couple of months after that, simply because we need to send back some of the equipment. But you should have it. I mean, hell, if Australia can get multiple tours within a one year period, yeah. surely American can get one. Mm hmm. But I think that uh, puts a wrapper on this, don't you think? Yeah, pretty much. All right. All right, thanks for having me again. Yeah, no problem. You, you're mm-hmm. always a great call, and we always enjoy you on here. Thanks. All right. You're very, very entertaining. That's, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I can say. <laughs> yep. Take it easy, then. 
All right, see ya. <laughs> Once again, great call and Blundstore is always a showman of uh, entertainment. Of course, he didn't entertain us uh, that much back there, but at least uh, he does the majority of times he's on. Anyway, before we segue into anything else, what we're going to do right now is we're going to have a little bit of a discussion on the DP episodes that aired in America last week. What basically happened last week was, actually, before we even get to the DP episodes that aired exclusively last week, we cannot fail to mention, even though you probably did this on the last show, the 39 consecutive hours of Pokemon Cartoon Network. Was it, was it 39 consecutive hours or 44? I forget. It was like a large number like that. Basically, two day, weekend work. Two, two and a half, three days, but... But they basically showed. I wonder if they showed it all in order. Did you know if they showed it all in order? No, it was just randomly selected episodes. Yeah, because I'm about to say, thirty like forty hours can only show like eighty episodes. So you can't exactly show if they want to uh, if they want to show pieces of the series. They want to just show because obviously taking out of uh, four hundred and seventy episodes, you can't exactly run that in a weekend. You can't even run that in a week. Probably can't even run in three weeks if you play it twenty four hours a day. But uh, still. But anyway, back to the task at hand. Last week, Cartoon Network aired the first four DP episodes at the uh, 7.30 time slot, if I recall correctly, p.m. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about, uh, even though, I'm, as, as many of you know, I'm not a big dub watcher, but at least from what I can tell, the one thing that they've changed, at least for this one, of course, it was changed from the preview, was that instead of having, you know, on the first episode have the intro, like they do, they had the basically the same opening sequence as the Japanese version where you have the logo floating in, flying in, rather. And um, that's about it for Ep 1. Ep uh, 2 through 4, basically the same thing. But uh, for the people who actually watched it... Um, and watch the whole thing. What are your thoughts on it? I know there's a couple of people. Know about um, it. I watched one and three before, so I skipped them this time. Uh, four was okay. Mostly it was just an intro episode for Dondo, and I know we're going to see more of him. I can't wait for that, but otherwise, not very interesting, I guess. Mm-hmm. SK, have you watched it lately or no? No, I have been missing it due to work. Uh, I see. But I think the general consensus is that the people that like the dubs will like this, even though, well, I can't, I can't yeah. exactly say that. I can't exactly say that the majority of the people that watch the dubs will watch this yeah. and somehow like it. I mean, there's some exceptions, but we you don't know, want to people go who, Yeah. The people who like dubbed anime and truly love the Pokemon series will enjoy this. Yeah, it's 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 on par with the rest of the you series. Know, someone who actually likes, you know, if you like Pokemon, you're not going to let other things interfere with your enjoyment of the series. And I've uh, seen many people demonstrate that in various forms of media. Agreed. One nugget to consider here is that. The dub is closer to the Japanese airings than ever. Yeah. 
Yes. yes. I remember. Because DP in Japan debuted in late September of 2006. And if you want to consider this place in time as the debut, that's only eight months behind. Now, they're, now mm-hmm. DP in America is only, only maybe about um, 27 episodes behind the Japanese series, which is actually much closer wow. than the other series that they've done. I remember it's not a year gap What were you going to say, James? Oh, I was just remembering back in the uh, Johto era, we were usually a season behind. So. Yeah, so basically... Well, yeah. 52 uh, episodes a or full, so. Uh, 50, okay, full year. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, but that's interesting now. Yeah, year behind's pretty bad. PUSA is actually releasing the episodes as they are in such a short amount of time after they air on Japanese television. I think they deserve uh, some sort of credit. And I think that'll, that'll keep both of the Japanese and American audiences on the same page. Yeah. Yeah, we're glad to actually have the series in the hands of people who already do it. It's their business. They, treat, they take it seriously. They're going to treat these series seriously. They're going to make it for the right age groups because they already know. They, they're the ones who do, do the polls. They know who is watching, who is interested. Yeah. You know, they're not trying to sell it to an age group that might no longer be interested. Pokemon, Pokemon. It's all about the challenges. It's a brand new game and a brand new world. New rivals as you fight for survival. Nothing can stop you, Diamond and Pearl. It's all about the battle. You gotta play smart. You gotta move faster. Behind every win, there's a chance to begin again. You gotta take it all if you wanna be a master. Here's, here's a suggestion. I know I'm just making this openly and not, I'm not trying to say that they're, that they're doing a bad job or anything, but um, well, no. if they want to make an intro for DP, you have to make it, you have to make it rock-like, not rock-rap combination. You have to just make it a nice flowing oh, rock, nice flowing rock sequence. Yeah, it doesn't even is, have to be really good rock-like rock rap? first uh, series. Yes, it's rock-rap. Oh, it's garbage is what it is. No, they, they did that to Dragon Ball GT. That was terrible. Oh, my God. It was like scratching fingernails on a chalkboard. Four years ago. I like that opening. Why? I, do, I just, I like it. It appeals to me. If they went to even just some flowing, soft-type rock-type song. Alternative rock, even. Yeah. I, 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 uh, no, they don't even need yeah. that. Just some, you know... A minor, low-level, crunchy guitar. Decent fuzz or something on it. <laughs> yes, Smoother. yes, rock. Smoother. Not Metallica crunch. Uh, yes, uh, smooth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Maybe a female um, vocalist. Yeah, just like, just like they have to get with the, with the Japanese. Or if they use a male vocalist, one that is more poppy. Yeah, the dude that's singing now. Do, 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 sorry, do, do. just doesn't have it. Still, say should do like the first opening. Just grab a, a person that was voted off American Idol. They, they could do something. God, please no, <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, hey, at, le- hey, make at least, hey, at least to make it entertaining. <laughs> I'd prefer Tupac instead of that. 
<laughs> oh. oh, man. So, yeah, basically what we're saying is that PUSA, they're doing a great job right now. They can do, they can, they can do better, Well, but they're getting there. The voice actors are actually the ones that need to do yes. better. And I think with time, they Yeah. Yeah. With the exception of Jesse, she's fine. You know, yeah. Who's ever that voice actor. You know, it's, it's kind of like if, you know, it's kind of like when you eat, like, vegetarian meat, like tofu meat, you're not supposed to go into it expecting it to taste exactly like meat. You're, you That's should expect, bother. you know, just something completely new. Maybe we shouldn't be expecting the exact same thing. Yeah. Well, I'm not exactly expecting you know, them to be exactly like before. Mm. But I am expecting well, I'm not talking about you, Steve. to be good at what they do. Oh, yeah. And you can hear it. The matching lip flaps well enough. I don't care about that. I'm talking about the actual dialogue, the inflection of the voice, the emotion in the voice, how it relates to the scene being done, yada, yada. Yeah. Well, whatever they did for the Manaphy movie, I feel was starting to get there. Well, I'm talking about the actual episodes. And I know you are. It just kind of seemed to go down a little bit. Yes. So either they were had a break between it, the them and the Manaphy movie, or something has happened. Probably. It was probably a break. Perhaps. Um, and we'll get used to yeah. it, too. But in the meantime, mm-hmm. they need to really get into the roles more when they're actually doing it. Yeah. You know, I'll say the current downfall of the voice actors is they have two things they have to do now. They have to get used to the show and get into it, but also, while they're trying to get into it, unlike the original group of voice actors, they are having to kind of imitate the style of the former, so they're having to right. work twice as hard as the original exactly voice actors did. It's not their fault. No, no It's one's not their enough. fault that they don't have these same voices. No. You know, they're trying to do the best they can, and, you know, really, have some patience. Give these Honestly. guys some credit. It's interesting that Ash gets the most complaints. You have to remember, if you ever watched the very early episodes, it, Ash's voice my favorites. the first 30 episodes makes my ears <laughs> hurt. Yeah. Just, Only the first took, 30 episodes? Yeah, yeah, he was pretty his, rough back then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in general, the I mean, granted, they're probably working at it their best. And they're probably getting decent direction. Yeah. Uh, they're getting good scripts because PUSA or who's ever actually doing the translations and all that is doing a pretty good job. We're not getting paint edits. Thank God. We're not I getting. Do. I know. I hate paint edits. Oh, I know. That is one of my biggest, com- biggest. We're getting you know, only minor. It's kidded. Location edits because of either cultural differences or whatever. <laughs> so that's good. All right. If the dubs follow in the goodness of what's currently airing in Japan on the Diamond and Pearl arc, yeah, we're going to have a really good season this year here, both in USA yep. and, and in uh, yeah. other English-speaking countries. All right. Okay, I think that about wraps it up for the Bulbacast today. Uh, unless anyone had anything they wanted to... That's a perfect stopping point. But first, before we go any further, we need your interaction. And the only way that you can get that interaction is that if you join us on IRC and also on the various other places that we have here, you want to go on IRC, and I suggest you do. If you don't have an IRC program, that's all right. We've got the Java Gateway that you can use on Bulba Garden at Mm -hmm. bmgf.bulbagarden.net slash chat. 
or actually it might even be at chat.bobbygarden.net. Um, no, it's chat.bobbygarden.net. It's on that as well. Great. Uh, yep. Chat.bobbygarden.net. Just go there. You can get into the chat rooms, all of them, not just mm-hmm. the Bob Gun ones. And, yeah, yeah, if you can't use an IRC program, that'll get you in just as easy. Yes, it will. Now, if you want to connect to us by IRC, you connect to us via the server, irc.pocketmonsters.net. Channels, you want to go to our pound bubble card and pound pocket monsters, pound bubble cast one hour before the cast starts. Now, I would like to say also to visit our websites, of course, pocketmonsters.net, pokemonpalace.net, mm-hmm. and bubblegarden.net. For everybody here at Bulbacast, I'd like to thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for taking your time out of your busy work schedule to join uh-huh. us. I would like to thank everybody that was on the cast tonight. PPN Steve, Satish Kun, Misty, mm-hmm. our two Collins, mm-hmm. Pokemon Trainer Lisa, and Blundasaur. This is Tia's Killer reminding you, and I'm going to get this right this time. Keep your pigeons safe with flying. Keep your monsters in your pocket. Now, everybody. All right. Spain, you to your Pikachu. Now that I should name you now.